My name is John Machado, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast, and we are joined by none other than Bad Dog himself, Bentley Meadows. Hi, fellow. Hi, everybody. So, to explain myself, um, I can't remember when the last episode was that we made, but it was I think less it was than last a week. Friday. Maybe it was. Maybe it was exactly a week. Um, I've had some technical issues that came up. My uh, not that we couldn't have made an episode um, with just anchor, but I like doing this now. This is fun. So, but um, my hard drive took a shit on me, so I had to go. Um, <laughs> I had to take it to my computer guy, and he's a whiz. Really enjoy that guy. He was uh, he's an interesting fella. Came over from. Pakistan came over from the Middle East um, and has had a heck of a life. But anyway, so he got into, I guess, computer programming and uh, and then got into fixing computers and stuff uh, by himself. And voila, it's actually where I got the MacBook from. I went in looking to like buy a brand new computer and just that was it. You know, that's what I was going to do and I was set on that. But he was like, dude get this one it's it's a perfect unit whatever and uh i've fixed it up updated it upgraded it with all the bells and whistles so that it's going to operate better than any of the new shit and i had actually bought one from best buy like i was going all around and i was just gonna um you know take the best of, of whatever i could find and so uh he was like no 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 this is this is it this is the one that you want and then two years later, the hard drive crashes. But anyway, take it back into him. I think it cost me like three hundred and twenty bucks total, and the majority of that was actually getting the data um, off of the original hard drive, which is what I've been messing around with. In fact, when I, I got it back today, I took it in two days ago, got it back today, and uh, when I was ta- when I had messaged you, I was backing up all of the data that I had for right now, what I'm going to start doing because of how often I add to certainly the book itself is at the end of every month I'm going to back up all my shit on flash drives and just keep doing it at the end of every month so that if this ever happens again, now given this hard drive I ended up coming away with um, like double what I had before in terms of space so uh actually kind of like came yeah. away with a brand new computer this right here would hold a room full of information back when computers when you first oh, backed them up dude this little piece of shit <laughs> 16 gigs on this little guy and then I've got like three others here that are all double that 36 I think I don't know what this one is on this little pink color but then I yeah so I um that's what I was busy doing right before um, right as I messaged you was just backing up all my all my stuff so now that's all backed up um, the biggest part the thing that I was most worried about was um, the audiobook because I'm so close dude I'm like in just one more division and I'll be able to put it all out but um, <clears throat> excuse me yeah that was uh uh, dude, I was so worried about losing that. And he he uh, got a hold of me last night, and he was like, "Yeah, 
we um, it's all going smooth. I'm able to get everything back, so you'll have it all back tomorrow. And I was like, cool. So went in, got that, bingo, bingo. But uh, yeah, that was that was why we haven't put out an episode a little bit. But you said you were doing a um, one last night. I haven't heard it yet. <clears throat> yeah, so. I did one with uh, Johnny Iron Show McMahon. Nice. The Longshoreman. And we just oh, talked about strange news. And yeah. whatever. Well, we have a lot of that um, coming in. I guess we could start in on it. Um, I guess we could start with all the Irish. Is Walsh Irish? W-A-L-S-H? I feel like it might be. Um, could be. It could be Welch. Yeah, it could be that. Scottish. I mean, that right there, that, I don't know. That whole yeah part of the world's kind of a blended. Uh, but don't get them mistaken, though. Don't don't no. confuse Welch and Irish now. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you might... Um, well, I guess you get kind of in the pikey territory. Um, like the Tyson Furies. <clears throat> but... Pikey. And of for course, some that, like reason, an Irish uh, gypsy... <laughs> yeah, it's well. Gyp- he he uh, <laughs> he's known as the king of the gypsies. Um, I think self-proclaimed. But uh, what's funny is that there used to be a fighting, and I just got done telling my son about this. There was a fighting tournament uh, back in like the '90s, and I'm sure it's gone long longer than that. But that's when I f- found out about it, and it was called King of the Travelers, and it was a bunch of these kind of gypsy, pikey families that were out there, and I in. So out there, technically, that's like a racial slur <laughs> amongst my people to an effect. Uh, I don't know. We might have some Welsh. Nah, I'm a, maybe not. I don't know. But uh, like I'm Scotch-Irish. I'm Scottish on my which is so weird because my dad's side is Scottish and my mom's side's Irish. Um, and I mean, I, I know that like other Scotch-Irish, they kind of came together in that, that way, I guess, to an effect. But like... My my dad's side, the Scottish side, is from the south, and then my mom's side's from the north, and they just just so happen to meet up and create this dude. But um, shit, where was I going with all that? Oh yeah, so the Scottish. <laughs> I mean, I guess they don't get too. I don't know. Some of them probably get been out of shape to an effect of being. I mean, certainly being called Irish when you know somebody's trying to figure out their accent, and I'm sure vice versa. They get a little perturbed, but we all used to be the same people. We all used to be the. Cast. I'm like, man, you all sound like Mel Gibson. Shut up. <laughs> he does a. I have never heard him do an Irish accent. And what's crazy about him? He was born in New York, moved to Australia, and Mad Max, the first one, and I don't know about the second one, but certainly the first one, he had that accent, that Australian accent. And you can hear it in a couple of movies. Like you can kind of hear it in. Uh, Shit, what's the one he did with Danny Glover? Lethal Weapon. You can kind of hear it in there. In, the, in his earlier movies, you can hear it a little bit more. Um, but he certainly lost it since. Did you know he's making uh, Passion of the Christ too? Cool. Yeah. I guess, what's he going to... I don't, where, where, what happens? Or a sequel, I, mean, I should say that. It's probably not going to be called Passion of the Christ too. It's going to be like Passion of the Christ and then probably the Ascension. You get to see Timothy and... 
yeah doubting thomas and yeah i would imagine that's probably going to be what it's going to be it's going to be up his, to the ascension oh and then his like like supposedly he went and uh because he was gone for a while you know jesus well yeah. he's gone for three days right so, so or dead dead for three days dead for but three they showed days, him but... rising it's it's got to be right after that part and from what i understand they're bringing back jim caviezel it's jesus so that would be good i wonder if they're going to get um <clears throat> what was her name maria something she was in the matrix she was in the second matrix she was the woman that um, Neo had to kiss, um, and I think he—I think he—he should bring her back. Oh, like Catherine Zeta-Jones wannabe chick. Sort of, kind of. I almost feel like she looks better than Catherine Zeta-Jones. Hey now, yeah. I don't know yeah, if you and I are past that point in our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know how's that girl looking? Some leather pants crawling through a. Oh, <laughs> good, dude. Maria Bella, Bella, Maria Bella, <laughs> something like that. But um, yeah. So I think they'll probably bring her back as Mary Magdalene, and just go on with, you know, what the apostles went through and the two men um, that were walking down the road and Jesus walked with them and um, probably all of that. Doubting Thomas, uh, you know, all of the. All of the things that happened after the resurrection. So, or maybe some Paul. I'll be yeah. I'll be watching it. That's going to be a. No, so I haven't watched the first one. What? Nope. Buddy, it's like watching some kind of murder porn. I'm like, I don't want to watch that. I know it does something happens. else to you, man. It really does. It's uh, you'd really have a. I almost feel like you now, given. We don't know exactly what it looked like. Um, oh, I can imagine. But it's a pretty good representation. Yeah. And and he did a lot of... I, he must have done a ton of research on it because, uh, you know, when they talk about the scourging, the scourging is only mentioned for a mere moment in any of the canonical books or in, in any of the... Um, yeah, the four canonical books. But that's... That is so much... And I shouldn't say so much the movie, but when you see it, what a scourging actually hap what it is, like you have a better you have a better appreciation for what Christ went through. You know? I mean we all kind of focus on like the, the nails through the hands um, no, the, and the feet. The burying of the cross through town, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you quite, can see that part. That right there, I wrapped my head around that a long time ago. I had that you know, and it was after I knew what had happened and it was a few years later when some of the tools and things that were used in that all hit my brain and Ooh. all of a sudden I saw, you know, hallucinated that kind of scene in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, that's what happened to him? Yeah. Oh, wow. Have you ever seen somebody carrying a cross like that? Yeah, like, I've seen yeah. someone that's, I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen anybody. I couldn't watch what happened to Jesus. There's no way I could watch that. I feel like you and I talked about this at one point or another. I don't know. Yeah, but that but, would um, uh, piss me off to see that. Yeah, it does. It does. But like, when you look at it through with the mindset of, sorry, I had a mustache beard or a mustache hair. Um, <clears throat> when you look at it 
from the standpoint of like this is what he did for you not so much of like this is what people did to him but more so what this is what he did for you mm-hmm. you know you have that appreciate like a little bit more of a, an appreciation I'd say of like as best you can of having not seen it in person um, and knowing the story and everything that went along with it you know you have at least I do I, I had a much better appreciation for what he did for us mm-hmm. you know and you you also see like you know you see um, flashbacks to when you know he was talking to people and teaching and and um, you know other parts leading up to the passion but I remember I remember talking with my buddy who has passed since but he was uh, atheist well agnostic liberal leftist and he was you know kind of taken on like what a lot of like Hollywood and leftists were doing at the time which was like why would you make this movie and it's like well that's kind of the most important part right or at least yeah one of the most important parts to what Christ did for us you know it's like this this suffering for us you know um and and I think Mel Gibson just captured that so well, and Jim Caviezel's performance um, was so. I mean, that was back when <clears throat> what's his name did Ray, um, Jamie Lee, Jamie. I said Jamie Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis, um, Jamie Fox did Ray, mm-hmm, yeah. and uh, the the most that Hollywood would even recognize the film was in the Golden Globes. You know, <clears throat> didn't get even a nomination. I remember the movie Sideways, which was such a shitty movie. Um, I think won in a, ca- a couple Academy Awards. And it didn't even get nominated. And I'm like, fuck off, dude. Well, over, uh, that Jim, the guy that played Jesus, he's kind of a real deal kind of Christian fella. For sure, yeah. Actually, in real life. He really is. He's um, He goes out and does speeches, and I mean, he's he's... Hardcore Catholic for sure, and um, yeah, he don't uh, make uh, like sex scenes, kissing <clears throat> scenes, nope. use certain language, and he always has his cross on. Like that's a big thing. They, he won't <laughs> he won't allow for a director to tell him to take his cross off. That's yeah, like he's a, a deal breaker <laughs> for him. Good for him. Yeah. His crucifix, rather. I saw him um, in some show. I thought I don't know. The show was okay, but then it grew on me. I can't remember the name of it though, but. He after the passion. I mean, I haven't I haven't seen him in a lot. After the passion, yeah. After was, the passion. Sorry, good. Well, and that was uh, I didn't know it was him who played it too. So I'd watched a bunch of this other TV show, and then I was like, "Oh, that's passion, dude." Yeah, they did some prosthetics um, on the passion, and uh, man, it was so good, so good. You gotta watch it. But I get not watching it, I guess, from your point of view. Anywho. Dealing with Christianity, we, um, what's today, Friday the 24th, so two days ago, we had Ash Wednesday, and so for any any Catholics out there, and plenty of non-Catholics, I'm sure you know what that is, uh, went and got my ashes, um, and I gave up. The thing for us is you like... You got yours Ash- from George Floyd, right? No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got mine from my really, really good priest. Uh, brought my son to get ashes. My wife had gotten them earlier that day. I think my 
daughter was sick, so we couldn't get her. But um, so we got ours, and uh, I um, so as a collective, I know people don't understand this, but as a collective, like the the church, we've agreed on that we give up meat, and so we can't have meat on Wednesday. We can't have meat on Fridays. Uh, we just fast from it. It's no big deal. It's just practicing not sinning, which is good for you. And I were talking about that earlier today. Um, and what I gave up was uh, Breeze, the the vape pen sticks, whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which I already kind of was given up for like a week or so prior. But I was like, whatever, I'm adding that on top. Right. Giving up fast food and giving up monsters. So, for the duration of that. And I'm giving up a couple of other things, but <clears throat> those in particular. Um, yeah, I'm excited about this Lint. Um, feel Valley like button is, Lint. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be a good one. You know, I'm, I'm giving, giving up, up talking to my sister. You told me about that. <laughs> You're supposed to give up something that you really enjoy doing. So oh, I really, really enjoy not talking to her for 40 days. <laughs> 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 yeah. So No, she'll um, double down on it now. Yeah. It's gonna be um it's gonna be interesting. What's funny is like I have never made it through a Lent as much as as much as I promote Catholicism and I love it to death. Um I have never made it through a Lent without screwing up eating meat on Fridays. And most Lents, um, like a little over halfway through I'll screw up the other shit that I'm Dude, trying to do. all you gotta do is go to an all-you-can-eat fish fry. What is wrong with you? Yeah, so that's not fast food. I can do that. But, um... No, I just forget Have you some catfish. That's, oh, I forget. tartar sauce. See, I try to make it difficult. A lot of people... Not a lot of... But shit, I don't know. But I know of people... Greens. ...who uh, try to give up easy stuff. And I try to increase the difficulty. Like, one year I gave up gum. Chewing gum. You know, mm. or bubble gum, whatever. Because I figured it was hard because somebody would be just be like, Hey, you know, you wanna stick a gum and I'd you know, it's easy to just be like, Yeah, all right. Well, I screwed myself because it's not just that it's hard, not that it really is all that hard, but it's you're not paying attention, you know. Forget all about it and then you screw you up you screw yourself and just like somebody giving you a piece of gum and you're like, Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. You know, um, but this one's even harder. Like for me on on this one, uh, or this year's, just because I love monsters and uh, and definitely fast food. And I think I'm I should lose some weight. To tell you that much, I should be able to cut down to the one seventy that I've been targeting. I Man, dare I ballo- you. I ballooned up. I went up to one ninety seven. So now I got twenty seven pounds. I think I'm lower than that. I think I'm around one ninety four. So. I got over 20 pounds I got to lose. I want to lose, you know. Get 40 cut, days and 40 nights, good. baby. Well, it's longer than that. Um, Lent goes from Ash Wednesday all the way to Easter Sunday. And I want to say it's like 40, it's a little over 40 days and 40 nights. But it's supposed to, for anybody that doesn't know, Lent is supposed to represent the 40 days and 40 nights that Jesus was in the desert being tempted by the devil. Um, all the big ones, you know, all the big temptations that um, one person could want from, you know, being the the K 
king of everything to, you know, eating food, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. And he overcame that, From so... your creation tempting you. Yeah, so... He overcame all that, and you know this is this is supposed to kind of be a representation of that. So it's good stuff. Um, actually, I have a video. It's weird how I'm kind of going to segue into some of these things. I oh. do have a video. This is one that I've been talking about for a while. Um, let's see here. Slide right in there. Slide right in, right into the TMs. Go. Go herd. This oh is my. the video, yeah, 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 that I've been talking about. This is Church Militant, which I highly suggest you subscribe. This must not be the account that I normally use, yet it's still somehow affiliated with. If you can, if you can see up here, <laughs> my little Guy Fox mask. If anybody doesn't know, you see that little dot right under the face? That's a priest's collar. There's something to it. But anywho, so this is the infiltration. Of, this is uh, an explanation of the infiltration of the Catholic Church, and it's from uh, uh, by the communists back in the 1930s. And uh, I'll let her explain. The church has been infiltrated. I repeat these words: the church has been infiltrated. Is that too loud? No. Hello everyone and welcome to the Vortex, where lies and falsehoods are trapped in those. I'm Michael Voris. During the early years of communism in the 1920s and 30s, the evil was being spread worldwide, as our Blessed Mother had predicted at Fatima in 1917. Communist parties were being formed in various European countries and in American cities as well. They were already attempting to upset the political and cultural order. But what only a very small number of people knew was that the top dogs of communism had already released the hounds on the church. The carefully organized plan was to recruit young men who were loyal communists. So, just so I don't get fucking copyright striked or whatever the fuck it's supposed to be, um, I gotta stop every so often. Uh, number one, this is Mike Voris, uh, or Michael Voris, uh, Voris from Church Militant, as, as he just kind of admitted, or um, stated. Uh, he's fully white-haired now. Good dude. Um, he's got an interesting backstory to everything, too. And um, he's come out as a real, I don't know what you want to call him, lion for the church? Lion, oh, like the, growl. you know. Yeah, grr. But uh, he's a good dude, um, and he's already. And I, I don't think a lot of people would argue with with what he just stated in, in terms of like the the Communist Party back in the early early twentieth century um, forming, and and a lot of the things that they were starting to do back then. So, um, and this is a pretty short video. I mean, it's only seven minutes. But um, I think on further episodes that I do here, I'm going to bring in more of these videos because there's a couple others um, that I've I've heard talk about this. But there's a couple of names that he's going to mention or she's going to mention here in a moment um, that I'm going to want to focus on and maybe even do a whole episode specifically just on 
the, the a couple of these people and get them placed in seminaries. This was carried out by various agents during the 1920s and 30s. Now, fast forward 30 years to the 1960s, and the fruits were beginning to be seen. Learned, dedicated, faithful men and women in the church were looking around and fretting, not sure from what framework they should understand the demolition of the faith that they were witnessing. At one point, Pope Paul VI even said that it appeared the church was in auto-demolition. One of those deeply distressed was a refugee from Hitler's Germany, the brilliant theologian Dietrich von Hildebrand. He and his wife, Alice, were sitting down one day with a friend, a woman by the name of Bella Dodd. Bella Dodd had been received back into the Catholic Church by Archbishop Fulton Sheen in April of 1952. This particular day, von Hildebrand was lamenting the state of affairs in the church and said, it seems like the church has been infiltrated. To the shock of both Dietrich and Alice, Bella Dodd, a former communist agent, confessed that it had been infiltrated and she had been one of the communists ordered to organize it. Bella Dodd gave a talk in Orange, California, in which she declared publicly I repeat publicly that in the course of the 20 years of activities for the, for the communists, she recruited some 1,100 young men, neither faith nor moral, that entered seminaries. And they were so superbly trained that it was not that easy to detect them because in many ways they seemed to be Orthodox, but then it's really big poison here and a big poison there, and as I said, spread doubt, and it worked fantastically well. By the time her work was done, she had successfully placed over 1,000 young men in various seminaries, ardent communists posing as faithful young Catholic men. In 1953, Dodd testified before Congress about all this, infiltrating political parties, labor unions, and seminaries. As we look across the landscape of everything that has gone wrong in the church, this frightening news must be considered in the long list of causes of destruction. Dr. Von Hildebrand also shared with us during our interview her thoughts on the shipwreck that has, be that has become of Catholic education. 225 Catholic colleges, maybe 20 deserve to be called Catholic. Mm -hmm. You take Catholic high schools, same thing. You take Catholic grammar school, same thing. It is a devastated, and that is the title of my husband's book, which he wrote, Devastated Vineyard. Yes. Should we despair? No. But we should wake up and beg God, beg God, to save us saints, you know, because they alone can do it. We need more and more and more saints, and of course we have plenty of them. But I mean, that is the situation today. And so I say one danger is there's nothing I can do about it. Another danger is uh, the case is lost, I'm leaving the ship. And the third one is strive for holiness. And in the face of all this evil, this tremendous battle in which we are engaged, Alice had some advice for us here at Church Militant, as well as all like-minded folks. Your mission is a dangerous one, mm -hmm. because 
if people were fully aware of the danger, many are going to say the church is lost, this ship is sinking, the vessel leaving, I'm leaving. And I know people who left the church saying, well, you know, listen. Other people say, well, there's nothing we can do about it. Don't disturb my circle. And some people give the right response, which is penance, prayer, sacrifice, trusting God, and yet fighting. Mm -hmm. Now, if you fight without praying, you're lost. Mm -hmm. If you pray when you're called upon to, to fight, you haven't fulfilled your mission. We have much more of our interview with Dr. Von Hildebrand available for premium viewers. Just as a reminder, we have our 15-day free trial available where you can sign up at no cost and watch the whole interview and also explore all the other programs, hundreds of hours of them. Catholics like Alice von Hildebrand are important voices in the church that need to be heard and listened to. They were the original soldiers in place when the diabolical swarms breached the fortifications. They know the history. They lived it. They know the causes, the remedies. We need to hear from them. So please sign up today and deepen your understanding of the current crisis and what you need to do. Amen. There you so, go. yeah, so the name, the bigger name there would be Bella Dodd. Um, she actually went in front of Congress, and um, I think that's what it was. Uh, and there is a recording of that. I don't think I'm going to share it right now, but I'll share it later. Anybody can look it up. Um, where she's admitting that uh, was it Congress? Man, it's going to make me want to look it up. Um, sorry, I got a text. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Bella Dodd um, has admitted to it. Uh, there's another guy that uh, I can't remember his name right now. I don't think I wrote it down. Um, who said that there's actually two groups. Now, I've been talking about the communists that wanted to um, infiltrate the Catholic Church. If you heard what she was saying, um, their intent was to ruin the reputation of the Catholic Church. And so they took these over a thousand men, 1,100, um, who were not Catholic, who were um, immoral, whose intent it was to, and, and very learned, so they knew um, they must have spent plenty of time learning, you know, the about Catholicism, how to <clears throat> um, basically be chameleons to get into the Catholic Church and to uh, become priests and to move up the ladder in order to then hire in more and, uh, eventually um, bring in the quote-unquote other priests and clergy members that would start to turn um, the it, it, not turn the church but uh, cause the wounds that the, the church is ideology and not just that so I guess what I'm leaning more towards there's this other group, <laughs> and I think both of them were on the same course. Um, there's another group that were predatory gays. <laughs> they brought in in order to cause 
the scandal that the church had. Um, man, man, who was the guy? I'll I'll have to put him on next time. But um, my claim that it's a gay problem, not a Catholic problem, is shared. And I was so happy to hear other people share the same thing that I was that, you know, or the same logic and reason and rationale that I have about what this problem is within the Catholic Church, because not only um, was it over 85% of these cases were male-on-male, but much of that male-on-male rape was with, like, post-pubescent boys. And, yeah, I've also pointed out before None of this, it's actually not pedophilia. Because pedophilia has to do with prepubescent. And that was never really the case. It was always postpubescent in terms of like, uh, what is it called? Hebophilia. I think it's hebophilia. Which is boys that were, you know, already started puberty and, and beyond that. And a lot of this actually had to do with, uh, and what they don't often talk about is, uh, a lot of them were past the age of 18. Um... And that's a whole other kind of path to, to go down and talk about at another time. But, yeah, just kind of as an introductory argument that I'm making here that I have made and to start to kind of show um, support for that argument. Um, that's why I wanted to talk about this now, especially in Lent. Um, and this being, I, I think, somewhat of a special Lent for me. Anyway, so um, in my defense for the Catholic Church and, and, uh, and its reputation, you know, we have a lot of we have a, a lot of evil men that have infiltrated the church. I don't. I can't remember if they said it just now, and I'm pretty certain they didn't. But a point to be made is that Christ made the promise that the gates of hell would never overcome the church. And even all the way back into the 1920s and 30s, the church has never has never changed its actual teachings. Like they may have had some a scandal like this that's happened, which is arguably the the biggest blow to the reputation of the church. But it's never actually changed its teachings. You know, they're not teaching that it's okay to do what they're doing. Oh no, they've never supported that. <laughs> now, as I say this, you have um, a news article that came out recently. I don't know within the last couple of days or whatever it was, but Pope Francis. Or at least somebody saying that Pope Francis. And I haven't seen it yet. I haven't. I just saw kind of the the surface level of this, but that he was saying that um, pedophiles are um, to be forgiven. Which I guess there's a whole like philosophical argument that could be made in support of what he said or whatnot. But what I would argue now, again, I haven't seen it yet. I've only seen what other people are saying, so that's kind of my talking point as of right now. Pope Francis. I wish he wouldn't have been Pope, as far as I'm concerned. I wish he wouldn't have been Pope. I wish Ratzinger wouldn't have been Pope prior to him. uh, Because it doesn't seem as though they were the the ardent um, advocates for Christ that I think um, a true Pope should be. That's that's where I stand. You know, I, I see a lot of liberalism, a lot of Western, not, I'm sorry, not Western, but worldly views being um, absorbed by this Pope and the prior Pope and a, and a lot of bishops and, and cardinals and 
um, it's rather infuriating as far as I'm concerned as a Catholic. And uh, yeah, we'll see. But um, no matter, he still hasn't changed. Like the Pope now, Pope Francis and, and prior popes have not changed the church's teaching like we were just talking about. So, and they're not going to either, which is nice. But anywho, um, what I was going to get in prior to that, prior to that segue, now I got to kind of jump back over in terms of a couple of Irish aspects. You have something that's been going on in Ireland. Um, it's something that I've kind of talked about a little bit to an effect. Um, the claims that I've made is that in Ireland, you have the government there as well as the government in Scotland, which is primarily what Britain itself, right? Right. And in England and in Wales and also other kind of basically all of Europe, all of the governments there, with the exception of very few, are wanting to replace the the fuck. Um, what, what do you call them? Basically, the white people there. The fuck. Um, Majority. The yeah, no, that's not the word. Um, indigenous people. <laughs> the indigenous whites. The indigenous. Uh, they're wanting to replace them. I mean, this is a all-out. I think um, a genocide. Yeah, to genocide white people, and um, it yeah. has been. I'm going to end up putting. I'm. I'm going to say it here, but I'm going to end up putting this um, tweet out eventually and and post for you know. Uh, yeah, tweeter, Facebook. Yeah, now I'm definitely a tweeter, and I'm back to it. But the fact of the matter is, is that Irish people are white, Scottish people are white, English people are white, Welsh people are white, French, German, Swiss, Caucasian. They're all white. They're not black. They're not Asian. They're not Jewish. They're not Hispanic. What am I missing? They're not Middle Eastern. They're white. I think anybody that is against that or anybody that wants to change that is They're racist. the same color as Jesus. <laughs> Jesus was Middle Eastern. But um, saying that nowadays is like somehow... And this is the thing. Europe is not America. Now, here in America, we're given we were started by white people in terms of the country, right? And we've enveloped this almost like a Catholic way of thinking to an effect in terms of race, right? Is that, okay, we're... I know they've said it before, we're um, a melting pot. I don't really like that idea too so much. Um, <clears throat> certainly, I believe in... Um, we're a cornucopia. Yeah, so... But that's not necessarily <laughs> Europe. Europe, what in, in... I've held this stance for longest time. I love culture. I love the fact that different groups of people all over the world have different cultures, right? Different regions. Yeah. I've always thought it was so incredible and phenomenal really that you can have a country like Germany and France and uh, Switzerland and uh, Italy that are all so close yet they have such different, I mean, you have different languages, you have different foods, I mean, you have different culture, and, and you're so close to one another. Mm -hmm. Kind of have he that here in the South, I'm sorry, here in the United States, where you have like, you have the South compared to the North, 
where's really that line? You know, talked about that before. Where like I don't consider Missouri the South, and the Missourians, the Southern Missourians, would be pissed off at me. My cousins would be pissed off at me. Sorry, dude, I was born in Arkansas. That's the top of Arkansas is the line. You know, um, Ohio, I don't consider Ohio or Indiana, especially even the southern parts of them, south. You know, Kentucky's the line. Um, and I know there's kind of like a weird little gray area when it comes to Texas, you know, and Texas and Louisiana. Louisiana is the south. I don't know if I would consider Texas. I, th- I think I'd be far more willing to consider Texas the south as opposed to Indiana and um, Ohio. You know, and then you get into the Virginias. Okay, are those South? I don't know about that. You know, uh, but South Carolina and, and um, North Carolina for sure are Southern, and then everything South of that. But then you have people that won't consider Florida the South. And I'm like, they're like more South than Georgia. What are you talking about? Like, well, you know, pretty South. But with our Southern states, right? You you have a bit of a different culture i think most people would agree you know southern hospitality sweet tea right fried foods Mm -hmm, grits mm -hmm. you know compared to um new england England. but i don't it's not as different as you have in europe you know europe is just it's just so different but you also have that in asia where you'll have chinese japanese vietnamese Taiwanese, I got that right. Korean, yeah, and, they, you know? and they're different on purpose. Yeah, and nobody talks about how racist they are out there. <laughs> they're racist against one another, dude. <laughs> they don't, they don't like each other. I would say that they have more of a problem. Like a, a Japanese person would have more of a problem with you calling them Chinese than a Scottish would have would if you were to call them Irish. Oh yeah, they their feelings. Get they hurt. don't fucking like each other, dude. <laughs> they, they don't like that. No, sir. Call so, somebody Chinese that's yeah. Japanese, or call someone who's Chinese a Japanese person. They get pissy. You might get a samurai sword inside you. Um, you could get. But just in as much as what I just stated and claimed about Europe, which is true and factual, I would say the same thing about somebody from Cambodia as I would somebody from the Congo, as I would somebody from, I don't know, Chile, as I'd like to use them as a constant uh, example. You know? Um, you could I do that all the way to my hometown. People on one side of the tracks, one yeah. person is the west end of town. I My point being in all of this is I don't want to see these any of these people wiped out. And there is a purposeful intent to do that and um, something that happened recently in Ireland and Ireland is is really having some issues is you have this Marxist communist bullshit within its own government um, that's trying to you that are that are you know um, shit what is it? proclaiming um, this I want to call it a banner or an anthem or whatever it's called, of Ireland for all. And the Irish there, and what's happening is they're bringing in all of these military-aged men from um, uh, the Middle East and Africa. And um, Yeah, that can't be good. 
It isn't. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Ireland isn't built for that. Ireland is not. It should not be taking in any refugees whatsoever. Ireland don't, don't even like Ireland people. Well, yeah, between the Northern Irish and, and the Irish Irish, um, that's going to piss off a couple people. Yeah, well, unify it and kick they've been off kicking all the Irish English. people out of Ireland. That, well, that's for kind of where they're going now. Hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To an effect. Um, but what's happening now is, yeah, it's it's kind of like um, Minnesota, kind of like um, I don't know if it's necessarily East Dearborn. East Dearborn was more of a migration to an effect, but there's plenty of places in the United States that we're feeling the same thing. That's what's happening in in Ireland is they're bringing in these quote unquote refugees and. There's really no place to put them. They're putting them up in, in five-star hotels. They're giving them, you know, the support that, you know, the Irish people should be getting, especially being that they're being taxed um, up the ass. And they're just giving all of this money to these people. And, and these people are not assimilating to the Irish culture. And they're, in fact, trying to wipe out that Irish culture. And, um, and it's just making... A real problem. Out there. Sound they like just, a, another infant, infiltration of communist crap. Uh, correct. Absolutely. That's it's happening in Scotland. Um, it's happened in <clears throat> England. You have socialist. London. It ends up being communist, but it starts off a little socialist. Yeah, well, it always does. Socialism is unsustainable, and it needs... And then it becomes the boot and a throat. Yeah, with communist. <laughs> yeah, because it needs to be enforced. Yeah, and it only for for so long. I mean, this is kind of how it goes: is that you'll have people that want to, um, that ah, use the veil of, um, you know, we need to take care of the poor and we need to come up with social, um, basically welfare to help these people out. Um, so you'll have food stamps, you'll have, you know, vouchers for for uh, rent, you know, um, clothing, all that stuff. And it will, depending on, you know, where you're at, it can go quick, it can go, go slow, much like it kind of has in the States. Um, these these welfare systems that are, are set up that, you know, after so long with the, the um, left that keep growing the government to the point where now here in the states we've had two two different kind of um, ideologies come about from it one being social democracy and then um, the other being democratic socialism uh, the definition I've talked about this before right the the definition for both are just the same as the the titles for both it's just words that are flipped around yeah. Um, both of them intend to... And only mean um, one thing, the death of capitalism. 100%. Yeah, and it's, it's stated in both of them. They want these programs set up so that eventually it'll abolish capitalism. Well, then you're left with socialism. Socialism is unsustainable. Everybody should know that. If you don't, you're either retarded or you're being purposefully ignorant um, or you're lying, um, which is, I guess, being purposely in ignorant yeah. to an effect. And then... Um, then when then you know whoever don't fall in line are the first casualties of communism 
Yeah, <laughs> and that's going to affect a place like Ireland or Scotland a lot quicker and a lot faster than it will the United States. Uh-huh. Um, and that's kind of what's going on. Now the Irish are starting to fight back, and it's it made me very proud. I've gotten a lot more, a lot of Irish uh, uh, followers on on uh, Twitter recently where like in my timeline or whatever um, in my feed it's like nothing but like Irish people you know which I love because part Irish uh, these are my people um, I still have relatives over there uh, when I went when I about 20 years ago when I went I went and stayed with relatives out there so it's a it's it was a beautiful country then and um, beautiful country now but it's just you know it, this forceful wiping out of the whites is just disgusting there's a, a video that went viral recently and this was actually in Scotland of this uh, uh, what is uh, Gavin McGinnis calls them immigrate immigrates something like that or like they're they're not happy or whatever um, as an immigrant fuck I can't remember the name it's far better than what I just said this asshole came in front of the whatever the Scottish Parliament or whatever was and just started complaining about how white all of the seat holders and shit were for Scotland. You know, oh, you know, this person's white and this person's, and all of these judges are white and all of these, and it's like, because Scottish people are white, you jackass, and you're in Scotland. You know, you fucking worthless piece of shit fuck off. If you don't like Scotland because it's so white, then go somewhere else. Go back to, how about you go back to your own country where go your to Congo. came from. We're not going to find any white people out there in the woods. And I know how like leftists would see that as like being racist or whatever, you know, go back to your own country. Too fucking bad. Well, they, they see the world from rose-colored they, glasses with their head up their butt. Yeah, I don't even know if it's rose-colored glasses. Fucking evil glasses are wearing um. Yeah, it's just it's and it's abs- it's such an absurdity to say that about you know white people, especially in a place like Ireland or Scott, especially Ireland, that didn't practice well. They didn't practice you know uh, the slave trade like you know what happened in I don't know South America, uh, the Middle East, China. You know certainly Africa where all of it kind of happened when it came to the African slave trade started somewhere in Africa but um but to put that on like white people in Ireland is just it's oh, no. well knowing that Ireland had his fair share of slaves there was a lot and Irish slaves you would even call you know some people would call him an indentured servant you know it's not really a slave and I'm like no really as a slave <laughs> that's this well. That's the same kind of slavery that you hear about in the Old Testament, right? And especially like Leviticus and what have you, that the the lefties like to bring up constantly. But they're going to get out of it, though. Yeah, Probably. that was and that was only supposed to be seven years, and you know there were certain ways that you could treat a slave, and yada yada yada. Right. Um, in Ireland, sh- certainly there was uh, the aspect of indentured servitude. Um, however. They still had slavery, slavery. Oliver Cromwell, this piece uh-huh. of shit from England, came over and he took men, women, and children against their will. There was no deal of indentured servitude. Put them on boats, sent them down to places like Barbados and made them go out by force for the rest of their life and cut sugar cane. That's slavery. 
That is not indentured servitude. There was no fucking contract that they signed. None of that shit. It was prisoners of war, women, children, orphans, what have you, and sent them to go be slaves. This bullshit that the left is now trying to re rewrite, rewrite history um, against white people and this idea that white people were never slaves, it's like, fuck yourself. Where do you even think the name came from? It's the root word Slavs. The Slavs who were taken as slaves uh, by the, the Arabs and Moors, I think it was. Mm-hmm. So this idea that, like, white people were the only people that ever participated in slavery is such a lie. It's such a fucking flat-out propagandist bullshit lie. Oh, they'd slave you right up. Especially yeah. back in early England. Yeah. yeah. You'd be a slave real quick. So, um, but now Ireland's fighting back. There's uh, to counter the Ireland is full. I hate to say hashtag. It just sounds so gay. It sounds so obnoxiously gay. <laughs> like you know, to have a hashtag. Ireland never was conquered, I don't think. I think you had Northern Ireland was never conquered, and then say the Southern Ireland, I think they may have, we'll call it well, conquered, they, they, but they never stopped fighting. <laughs> yeah, the Irish have always been very rebellious. You know, now, so. They, I mean, I guess you could argue that it was conquered in terms of. I'm like, well, they kept on fighting. What do you mean? Well, the, the Celts. They're like, oh, they had more. That's where the Celts. They controlled this amount of land. I'm like, well, they kept fighting. <laughs> yeah, and well, when all the dust settled, it was like almost. I, and I, I have to go back and look back through my Irish history books, but um, it settled with there being in Northern Ireland of people who wanted to stay un- unified with the British Crown, and then you had the rest of Ireland that was like fuck them, <laughs> which I love, and um, they obviously settled in the majority of Ireland. Um, not quite the same as as what happened with um, Scotland, even though I 100% feel is uh, believe that they seceded uh, a decade or so back. Um, but much like what happened in the 2020 election, uh, it was it was undermined by uh, the powers to be uh, by some uh, crazy transgendered person behind a mask. Maybe not quite transgendered at that point, or at least outed <laughs> as transgendered, but yeah, pretty much. Some, same, some angry same transgendered lesbian yeah. Yeah. perch so, snatcher. But no, so now they've, they've countered um, Ireland for all with Ireland is full. Uh, they're taking the full brunt of uh, the media in that area, along with the media in Britain and uh, other parts of of Europe to call them uh, racist and we've, bigots and all this that and the other. We've had enough potatoes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. My message to them is that I certainly support um, the Irish. Uh, um, you know, I mean, from here, but I've got my own. We've got our own problems over here in the United States that we got to deal with. Um, if you know, we got to deal with these over here, and I have to go over to Ireland to fucking help them out. I'm gonna be pretty pissed, you know. Um, same with Scotland. I just I hope I hope my um, no everybody's got to go back home. I'd be like, you know what? This we've had enough. Everybody go back yeah. home wherever it was that yeah, you came from. This is over. Nobody's going. To, there's no boogeyman underneath your bed. Back home. Go back home. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get the I get the understanding of like, okay, well, you know, if you're born 
in a country, even if your parents, you know, had to migrate there, whatever refugees, you know, were wherever, and they were pregnant and they gave birth, and and how it must feel that you know you were born in a certain country, and uh, you know you have the natural citizenship or whatever it may be. But as I said in the beginning of this, to say that you're Irish is to say that you're white. Irish people are white. Scottish people are white. English people are white. You know, um, I understand the the whole idea of like the British control um, or, or ownership or whatever you want to call it of places like Jamaica, you know, which is primarily black. Um, but I mean, they also have a part. I don't quite understand Canada uh, in terms of the the British control of that because they also have French and weird kooky shit like that. But um, I also see, especially with like people, you know, of of uh, the descent of Middle Eastern Arabs, of um, you know African descent. You know, aren't you proud of where your parents came from, where your grandparents came from? You know, you'd you'd feel more. Um, of an attachment to Ireland, even though there was like a whole fucked up way that you ended up being born there, as opposed to like the pride that you would have of like your your essentially your motherland, you know, where your parents came from, and like I said, your grandparents and what have you. It's um, it's a weird weird set of events, you know, that uh, that we find ourselves in the in the places that we do now. And um, I don't know. It's uh, it's it, there's definitely a malevolent um, intent for all of these things to to happen and, and carry on. And <clears throat> I hope people come to their senses, you know, over all of this because uh, it's making for making for some pretty bad shit in the uh, in the upcoming future. But I guess if we can jump over to another thing, um, which is. Uh, the Project Veritas, and which is kind of like segueing into the next Irish thing in terms of like somebody with the la- uh, Irish last name being James O'Keefe. And, <laughs> and, and being O'Keefe, and <laughs> which is now a verb meaning getting run. kicked out of your own company. Oh, fuck, man, was this... Uh, he was O'Keefe. He was O'Keefe. I, well, I guess. I mean, so for anybody that doesn't know, Project Veritas has... I don't think it's. I don't think it's beneficial. I don't think they've tr- the board has fired him, and I don't think he's quit yet. But it's it's coming there. It he's sounded going like to be it. I listened, Project Veritas. I listened to a video of him two days ago. Yeah. So he, one of the people in his company, um, videotaped it. I don't think it was like a. He didn't care if they if they shared it or leaked the video or whatever. But it was like a four. I think a forty five minute long video of him. Um, talking to all of his employees about what was going on and he was explaining everything that happened and what was so funny is his board the, so the reason for all of this because he was suspended I remember when that happened and I remember people going um, if James O'Keefe is out fuck Project Veritas we're not with Project Veritas anymore and I stand with that if James O'Keefe is getting pushed out Fuck Project Veritas. I will. I, I will not subscribe to them. I will unsu- uh, actually unsubscribe to everything that I've I've uh, had with them. Um, I'm done with Project Veritas if this happened. And, and 
what they're claiming is that he misused um, donations, <laughs> right, or whatever it was, um, monies within the organization, and they came up with like because he was using, I guess, Uber Black, which is not racist. Um, it's the higher end, um, like you 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 get like suburbans and limos and shit like that. It's like a higher end of their service that they provide. For anybody listening to that portion and hearing that, James O'Keefe better use that shit. He better never drive his own shit <clears throat> because somebody like James O'Keefe, if he's driving around in his own car and shit during all of these things that he does, somebody gets a hold of his license plate, they're going to find him. And he's in a dangerous position, especially with what... And this is kind of what most people are figuring is that he just went after Pfizer. The, remember the whole um, <clears throat> Pfizer employee that had a freak out and broke their their uh, iPads and went nutty inside that coffee shop or oh, whatever, the, yeah, the gay yeah, fella? Yeah. That's what this is from. That's what a lot of people are, are coming to the conclusion of. I uh, agree with that. Um, he, Pfizer didn't like him coming after them. They got lots of money, especially now for the past two years they've been getting paid by the government, which is us, um, for everybody to get these these poisonous shots. And um, and James O'Keefe from Project Veritas. Uh, and, and what this does with Pfizer going after him for this, it solidifies the point that he was making, which is you guys are up to no good here's the evidence and now they've just proven that evidence as opposed to it being uh oh yeah up in the air and they can come out and have somebody you know sugarcoat everything and be like oh no they're, they're bullshit no 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 what they just did is they made it pretty proof positive that what he uncovered was was the truth <clears throat> so they went after him went after his board probably paid them off to kick him out and now we are where we're at and uh, what's funny, I guess I just saw another um, article about some uh, Project Veritas whistleblowers that are going with James O'Keefe. And I guess they also tried to make the claim that he was like hard to work with and he was kind of a dick and this, that, and the other. And it's like, who gives a shit? <clears throat> right, so well, I've worked with plenty of people like that. Yeah. That's not even an original idea. <laughs> yeah. Some of your bosses are hard to work for and he's a dick. I'll go uh, ahead and say that he probably isn't. He's, he's probably somewhat of a nice guy. And he had, he even addressed it. He was like, okay, so I don't say happy birthday when, you know, or whatever. I don't I don't look to, to tell you happy birthday on your birthday or whatever. I'm kind of focused on some pretty fucking big deal things, you know? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it makes sense. All right. You know, so I, I don't know if that's a gripe from it. I would assume that that's a bullshit cover story for the uh, the board that and the misuse of funds and whatever else so it was it wasn't anything else big it wasn't anything that like you could look at and go oh shit no that makes sense you know it was he they just broke the Pfizer story and next thing you know they're trying to push him out it's like oh okay put one and one together and I, I think we can come up with uh, with uh, what the actual context of all of that was they were like, no, you're using Super Uber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're spending. There's, there's another thing about like him having a wedding, and um, 
I guess it was like some stunt that he had pulled and it cost some money to do it or whatever. And he's like, he had, he addressed it in his speech too, if you saw it. And he was like, I'm not married. <laughs> How can it be for my wedding? I'm not married. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll see the fallout from this. It's not going to be good for Project Veritas, but I would assume to say that Project Veritas is done. He is, um, and he was in a in a bit of a position because Project Veritas goes away. Who's going to hire him? You know, Fox News ain't going to do it. They're too, with the exception of Tucker Carlson and a few others. They're they're basically just like CNN and uh, MSNBC and all that other shit. He'll just come up with uh, the Veritas project now. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> <laughs> and he, and I I would assume that he's going to. And he, whatever he does, he's gonna he's gonna have a hell of a following automatically, and um, he's just gonna have to build up another company and and um, be a little bit more picky with who he brings into it. At least that would be my advice for him. So um, yeah, you know, so he's got a couple years for that. He's been doing this for what thirteen years, I think. He's yeah, been over a decade. He started off with the Acorn stuff, and um, that was wild. I can't remember Acorn, but I remember it being. Was yeah, that the abortion? What was Acorn? Fuck. Yeah, I think it was the core, abortion. Common he, core. He he. Yeah, he showed up with. Uh, he showed up in a fucking chinchilla, like a pimp suit with a chinchilla um, <laughs> coat on, and it's. <laughs> and his friend, who, who was the prostitute, <laughs> it was so good. And he was and he was talking about that. He was like, "I didn't have any money." He said something about like using gum as like duct tape, and uh, for his mic that he and he got his mic from uh, Radio Shack. And um, I mean that that piece that he came out with was so big that it made it to John Stewart when John Stewart was fucking normal. On uh, the Daily Show, uh, yeah, back when he had a penis, yeah, when he had when he had dick and balls, because um, yeah, now he's just now, got a, a vajayjay. Now he's just like uh, <laughs> Howard Stern, just a couple of fucking pussies, you know. Um, JJ Stewart, which is sad to see. Uh, next up on the docket would be Trump's visit to East Palestine. How about them apples? Well, there you go. There you go. Showing showing what a true president does, you know. He, uh, I, you know, I know the left is like all bitchy about it, and oh, it's just a publicity stunt, maybe. But he still did it, and guess uh-huh. what? He gets to do. He gets to do this against the Republicans, and then definitely against the Democrats. He gets to say, nobody else did this. I did it. I went there, and he brought. He fucking had like eighteen wheelers. Wheelers, plural, filled with water from Trump from his Trump organization. Yeah, Trump water. Yeah, Trump water. Um, because the water is is not so good out there right now, and the EPA is trying to say that it is. And fucking ooh. But so he does this. He goes out there. He ends up buying, the, taking care of the firefighters, the police, first responders. He ends up buying. He went to some McDonald's and bought everybody their food there. Um. Just really trying to help out the people out out there, which to be, even if it's a publicity stunt, he didn't have to go that far. He didn't have to go as far as, as spending as much money as he did, which it, you got to think is in the millions, multiple millions. Um, but he did it. 
no other, you know, even with Ron DeSantis, you know, I mean, I get Ron could be like, well, I'm a governor, you know, I can't just leave my state to go help somebody out in another state. Okay, but you can come up with a fund, right? You can do a fundraiser to help them out or whatever it may be. Not to, and I'm not trying to throw shade on DeSantis. I'm just saying the benefit that this gives Donald Trump in in a debate with anybody on the in the Republican Party, and then definitely when it comes to the Democrats. Oh shit, dude, he's he gets to use this and just beat the shit out of the Democrats. Um, Biden just admitted that he's he has no plans of going to East Palestine. He just went to the Ukraine. Um, uh, to do whatever weird little publicity stunt, and I know I'm I'm kind of being um, hypocritical to an effect uh, or contradictory um, when it comes to the two different uh, uh, publicity stunts or whatever. But we shouldn't be involved in the Ukraine thing, and we've already spent a hundred billion dollars over there, and now he's going over there to you know I don't know circle jerk with uh, Zelensky over there. Um, but he just mentioned that he has no plans of going to East Palestine and it's like, fucking what? And it wasn't until Trump um, mentioned that he was going to East Palestine, or Palestine, whatever, that uh, the Biden administration even started coming up with a plan to go. And then finally um, Buttigieg, Buttigieg, whatever his name is, finally he goes out there and uh, uh, it's not going very well for him. Um, I guess somebody showed up to wherever he was and was like some Twitter guy and had his phone on him and fucking uh, Budagag turned around and took his phone out and started filming him and it's like, what are you doing? You're the problem here. Not the So far, not the solution. Even coming out to pretend like you're the solution and, and you're getting mad at the people who are fucking furious with you because... For the past, what, two, two and a half years, whatever, you haven't fixed this. You can try and blame Trump all you want, but you guys have been in power for this long, and there's been nothing done. You've spent $100 billion over to the Ukraine that you could have spent on the infrastructure and and had somebody take care of this shit. Yeah, and like, how about, I thought they had tanks. I remember as a kid growing up, them, like, running railroad trains into those canisters and knocking them all over the damn place and they weren't exploding whatever happened to that and then why do they have you know chlorine sitting right behind ammonia right (laughs) you know yeah what is up with that what brilliant person how many of those happen that somebody doesn't put that together where they're like hey man Maybe they shouldn't be on the same train together. Yeah. They should You'd be on the next road. Or This was a an absolute catastrophe. An absolute catastrophe. And um, Pete it doesn't even seem to be apologetic. You know, He might have said sorry, I don't know, but it just doesn't seem genuine. It seems like it's, an, it's a uh, irritation to him. You know, and these people out in East Palestine, Palestine, are just not well do him and his husband gave birth to a baby sorry okay they're still recovering from that do you know what it would take for two dudes to give birth to a baby (laughs) 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 yeah i can only imagine what that was like (laughs) sorry i digress (laughs) ew 
<laughs> fucking filthy. Um, <laughs> fuck, man. So, you know, we'll see how the rest of it goes out. This is only going to, like I said, look better for Trump. And good on, yeah. good on him for doing it, you yeah. know. Pete is a greasy, shady person. He is. Who, uh, he sure I mean. does look pretty and speaks eloquently, just like the eloquent demons the old Pope Francis was talking about. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> what a fucking piece of shit he is. I mean, he looks like the guy, he looks like the dude on the cover of Mad Magazine, for one. He looks like uh, who, a fucking okay. child. Yeah. He's, he's um, inept. He is unqualified completely to be in that position. Um, yeah. He should sound like uh, our vice president, but somehow he sounds... He uses smart words in his uh, word salad. <laughs> well, he tries very hard to sound like Barack Obama. I don't know if you've noticed that. but Okay. Um, yeah, I can see that's that. That's something that he's he's been conditioned to do uh, and you can tell and he's such a cunt for it you know to not just be a normal he he didn't really do anything well in South Bend um, no in fact made it worse um, he's just a, he's a piece of shit you know as far as I'm concerned and I think most other people and, and I think Democrats are hopefully starting to to catch on to this shit um and especially being, you know, we we've had the problems with the with the transit in the first place. You know, we've known that the infrastructure has been fucked up. Um, we had the supply chain issues for the past two years, ever since this this uh, administration came into being, um, and now you have this, and it's just a fucking catastrophe. Yeah, well, and kind of like when he and his husband gave birth to a baby, it was yeah. a. <laughs> It's sure, it was a catastrophe. <laughs> that poor kid, man. Oh, fuck. So we'll see what comes from it. Um, I'll keep updating people. We'll keep updating people as it goes on. Oh, he's going to run for president. That dude is is never. He's, he's I, one of those I, people who fell upwards, just like get, uh, uh, Biden <laughs> yeah. falls upwards on stairs. There are people like Budacheid. Well, that fell well, upwards. He's only in there because he's gay. That's it. That's it. We have we have the diverse administration right now. The only and reason that people he are and his husband in, gave birth to a baby. Yeah, it's pretty pretty incredible, I suppose. But the only reason that any of these people are in the positions that they're in is because of whatever special little bullshit. Um, that they got going on, which has nothing to do with the jobs that they're. they're oh no! Well, my favorite you know? gaffed, I guess I don't know, but I, I find it is probably a lot more truthful than gap was when O'Biden said that fifty percent of his uh, team that he's got going on were women, and fifty percent of them were women. And yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> no shit. And I was thinking, okay, Wait. yeah, because. Yeah, <laughs> the other one are men who pretend yeah. to be are women. They, are they men, women? Are they? Yeah, there are women, men women? who are pretending to be women, and then you know, maybe it wasn't a gaffe. Maybe that's what was, I was thinking. Yeah, people were like, "Oh, look, he's Good made it," you know, stupid. And I was like, "No, I think he was." <laughs> I got fifty percent of them are women, and then fifty percent of them are women. Yeah. All right. Well, so twenty fifty percent. Thanks are for men. The clarification. Yeah. 
Um, lastly, I guess I'd want to touch on um, a couple of things that have been happening within the right, which I never like to see, which is even when I talk shit about Ben Shapiro, I still say that like the guy is useful. You know, he's I agree with him on quite a few things. Um, now, the reason that I go kind of go after him is because he's gone after people on the right, like Alex Jones, you know. I just uh, noticed your flag's not, not up. Well, I d- just listen, now. I know. I was I was in a bit of a bind. I got a new camera. I've got the fucking computer. I've got you know. I didn't put it up. So I mean, I it looks fine. Don't get me wrong, but can you see anything back there? <clears throat> or is it just like I'm in the dark and I got my white ass? I see something up? in the back, but I don't know what it is. Good. All right, we're gonna keep it that way um, until the flag comes back. But, uh, yeah, so we have some infighting going on. Um, Matt Walsh recently went uh, viral again, as he's prone to do. The guy is uh, just a viral machine. But he made a, uh, he read a letter on a show. Now, I've seen, I've, I've heard him, I've heard him in this speech, and, he, and he's going after this uh, tranny guy, the one that, like, I can't remember his name right now. Pretends to be a girl and had the, I guess, another viral video where he was like the first day of him being a girl. And Dylan. Yes, Dylan Mulvaney. Thank you. Thank you. Dylan. So he he had a, a letter that he um, read to Dylan or whatever, which is usually kind of a gay thing to do, I think. But whatever, how he's, the speech that he had for him was pretty good. And it was all right. But you have people on the right, like Jeremy from The Quartering and Sydney, I think it's Sydney Powell, who used to be on Slightly Offensive with Elijah Schaefer, um, and some others who, like, had a problem because he was too mean towards Dylan Mulvaney. And Is it the one where he said, uh, do you have a penis? No, I think you're thinking of the, uh, that was a, what was that, a, um, Congre- congressional meeting or something that guy asked the <laughs> like the, the crowd lost their mind <laughs> yeah. like, you, dude, you, you can't ask please. them that <laughs> you kind of need to nowadays um, ugh. the idea ugh. okay just, so we're still on the same line though yeah so anyway so he was just he was addressing Matt Walsh was addressing the people who were mad at him for being too mean and everything you gotta go watch it, it I, I should have had that set up but we're running out of time I can't give Dylan too much of my uh, my my time well maybe I'll, I'll have it for the next episode I worked with a Dylan time. one time yeah the, the name Dylan is pretty normal I worked with one of them one just like him that was a little drag queen built just like oh. him oh and okay. we worked together at Michael's and he uh he was a dude while we were working, right? Yeah. And then one day, you know, he's leaving to go do a little drag thing. And he's got on his little outfit. So he looked like a little tiny girl or something like that. Yeah. But, you know, looked like a boy. Anyway, he looked like Dylan. <clears throat> so, like, the next day, we were working. And, uh, so, uh... I was like, hey man, uh, I realize that uh, you're who you are, but uh, you know, I was thinking you could do your boyfriend a favor 
and get you a boob job on your back. Gross. Well, he he quickly replied, "Was that uh, oh boobs? They're just sacks of fat." And then I was like, "Oh, okay, Dylan, you you are gay." because straight men would never even be able to put that into their head those are just sacks of fat we would never even no like say that i love them so much i love boobs we just you say what what are boobies and you're like boobies gosh they're the best you know what um yeah uh when I do my mass friending on like Facebook or whatever to get back up to 5,000 or if I'm doing it on Twitter or whatever, it's funny how many of these like bot accounts are just like some Indian, Indian dude from India, obviously. Um, or, you know, one, some prince from fucking the Middle East or wherever. And they're coming up with these fake female accounts and shit. And it's just like the hottest women that are just like showing the most skin and shit like that. And I, and it's like, I have to delete them because I, I'll just spend all day looking at them. I can't help it, dude. But it's because I've spent my whole life from a very young age wanting to see boobs. You know? Love them. They're phenomenal. And then to feel them? Shit. Watch out. You know? My wife knows. Like, <laughs> I, I try to get as many touches in as I possibly can. You know? Because they're phenomenal. I don't know what it is about them because, I mean, really, if you just break it down, I mean, technically, that gay guy was right. They're just little things of fat yeah and I'm like but, damn good. But, but, <laughs> like, but straight guys don't say that all over just everywhere put them on me let me touch them let me look at them let me kiss them let me look what they're phenomenal it's just soft feminine yeah so anyway I gotta get away from that thought um thank you God for Matt Walsh Eve, that truly thank you they're just Ha, um, anyway, what were we talking so about? We got Matt these, uh, these yeah. uh, so uh, body snatchers. No, these. His rebuttal, Matt Walsh's rebuttal to the other conservatives was phenomenal. I think even to the point that Jeremy from the quartering apologized and he deleted all the tweets that he had made about um, you know what he thought was uh, mean and what have you. So Matt won, won the day again and good on him and I highly suggest and I think I'm going to probably play it next time at some point or another on this podcast this new format of like doing the videos I'm going to come prepared and it's going to be immaculate all right um and hopefully it'll be the next time and I'll have this video and we'll watch that and uh respond to it so that happened but funny enough this Jeremy from the quartering uh just came out the other day to defend Sydney. It's not Sidney Powell. It can't be. Why does that name sound so familiar? Sidney, who... Is it Sidney even? Yeah, I'm pretty certain it's Sidney, who spent a lot of time with Elijah Schaefer on on uh, Slightly Offensive. Well, Jeremy just came out to do a whole video. Elijah had gotten kicked off of The Blaze. And... I figured it was it was just something to do with uh, Glenn Beck and you know whatever because he Elijah Schaefer went right over like the next day or however long it was to doing his own show again was slightly offensive but you know had lost whatever he had lost and was is now building it up dude he's got so many new people 
coming on to his show. I mean, not new people, but just so many interviews with like relevant conservatives and, and people like that right now. He's doing really well. But Jeremy gave away some of the shit. And now Sydney, who was on Elijah Schaefer's show, is on his show. And he was actually defending Sydney and basically making the accusation that Elijah, Elijah Schaefer, I don't know, came on to her. And there was like a couple of other women who Elijah Schaefer inappropriately touched. He kept saying, put his hands on them, which you can take it two ways. You can either take it that he hurt them, physically, like, put, like beat them up, or that he inappropriately touched him, which I wish he would have, you know, been a little bit more specific as to what claim he was making. But it was unbecoming, because Jeremy from The Quartering also helped Steven Crowder with his website after Steven Crowder left The Blaze. And so now Jeremy Quartering is getting, I'm sorry, Jeremy from The Quartering is getting involved with so far, he's been on at least one guy's side that's been on the wrong side of things, as in Steven Crowder versus um, Ben Shapiro in the Daily Wire. And now he's on this side with against Elijah Schaefer, who a lot of people have come to know and respect and, and really enjoy the content that he makes. Now, I, I've always liked Jeremy from the quartering. I just now, I, it's like, dude, you're getting involved in these things that are hurting people who aren't liberal left. And it's not good. And I, he needs to quit. Like, especially if, I guess there's like an ongoing legal action against Elijah Schaefer, I assume from Sydney. And it's involving them, and he's getting into it. Like, and it's like, you're, I guess he's only hearing it from one side, and it's like, dude, you know, you're... you're you're kind of going right after some people and you're kind of making yourself out to be toxic and you got to quit because if you want to work with these with other people in the future this is now a part of your history you know and i i'm a hundred percent behind somebody who wants to defend a girl that needs to be defended you know but when you also have the part where you just took steven crowder's side and crowder was in the wrong you know, and it's even coming out more and more that he was in the wrong. And it's like, what do you like? Maybe tap the brakes a little bit, wait for more information to come out before you. I don't know before you jump the gun <clears throat> because it's not looking so good for you at this point. You know, at least in in, in where I stand. And I'm not like again, I'm not liking it because it's it's all these people that I think some are really useful, and I agree with pretty much all of these people on a lot of different subjects, but. Now you're starting to rock the boat, and it's if you're in the right, okay. But at this point, because there's been a couple of other, like a couple of these girls, I guess, are easily uh, discredited by a couple of things. One of which was one of these girls that Jeremy is talking about just showed up on Elijah's new show. So it's like I thought you said that she was had made accusations against him, but now she's on his show. That takes away your argument there. So now it's down from four to three. You know, and I don't know if he's made if he's made the accusation that um, I can't remember her name. She started off on Infowars. She went over to be the producer on Slightly Offensive with Elijah Schaefer, and then she left, and then Sydney came in. And oh fuck, she's a hot little number. Um, she's Hispanic. Fuck, I can't remember her name. 
but she's and it, when she left, Elijah was in tears, and uh, and she was great. And she's never I've never heard her speak ill of him, or you know, she's been back on Alex's show, and and I think she's even been back on Elijah's show uh, prior to him leaving the place. So there's a lot of moving parts in all of this, and I just think for Jeremy, he's kind of starting to become a, a, a common denominator in a, in a very negative way, at least in where I stand. So we'll see where that goes as uh, more stuff comes out and a little bit more time happens after all that. So but that's it. That's it for me, man. I got uh, <clears throat> all the points I intended to talk about done with. What about you? Fine. I'm done too. You want to um, end on a uh, excuse me a reaction? This probably sucks for the the non viewers, <laughs> the pod- podcast listeners, when they don't get to see the shit that we're reacting to. Okay, good. You know what you need to do if um, when we do these reactions at the end of this episode, um, if you want to see it, go over to both my Rumble and Bentley's Rumble and follow us. We need twenty fucking followers yeah both of us so that we can live stream on there and then i don't have to worry about using uh google chrome so that i can use um streamyard anymore so please go follow us on uh on rumble and i'll tell you what my what about twitter spaces yeah, but I feel like anybody. But is I, I don't think we can do a video on that, can we? I haven't really looked too far into it. I've seen some. I have seen some. I was yes. wanting to kind of look into some of that too, especially with like Gab and getting onto the Gab or the Parlor or the Gitter. But um, Gitter, I really like Rumble. Rumble is is uh, really turning out to be really good, very good. I it's should all right. say. So. I've got apparently I've got two different names that you can use, much like my podcast. Anyway, you can go to Omerchada one one zero five. That is O M U R C H A D H A one one zero five, or look up the Guy Fox podcast. Not the just Guy Fox podcast, all one word. Either way, go to those or just type in Late Night Nuggets into the search bar, and I'll come up, and then just bad dog follow me. And for Bentley, it would be Bad Dog. Bad Dog. And just follow us. And, um, I, you know, I really haven't promoted it <laughs> all that much. <Yeah. clears> Everybody <throat> who to. follows us, every time you click that little button that says follow, an angel gets its wings. You're doing the Lord's work. <clears throat> just so you okay. know. So, now let's do, our, let's do our palate cleanser, which is a reaction to funny shit. <laughs> and this is going to be another fails, man. I'm good with it. You ready? I'm uh, I'm ready. If you're ready, which is really just, I mean, it's not even really a reaction. It's just me and you watching some funny shit. <laughs> as we end. This is what I sound like, Beavis or Butthead. I don't know. Oh, oh, oh there you go. Oh, face okay. plant. I love Fail Army. It's so good. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, there you go. <laughs> they're almost died. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, they're t- the, the chubby's gonna knock them over. Yep. Way to go. Oh, that looked like a slap. 
uh, what do you think is uh, going to happen here? It's going to cave his, in its chest. His butthole's going to explode. Catch it, boys. Oh, oh my God. Oh, there you go. He had two wheels German wheels right there. Great engineering. No one was harmed. Oh, well, you probably shouldn't have used your Pyrex there, dumbass. <laughs> what, what are these people doing opening bottles of champagne like that? Have you ever done that? Have you ever tried no. to open up a... I've no. seen so many people try it, and then they open it, but they also knock off the top part of the fucking champagne the, bottle. And the whole idea of... Because I did fine dining, and opening the bottle of champagne... When I was doing it proper, you did not hear a pop or anything. Really? That was the way, yeah. Like, it was, like, covered and held and, yeah. Right. It didn't. That was a failure as a, uh, oh, my, woman. The hell? Yeah. Did that come out of her chest? <laughs> oh, there you go. Been there. Little drunk. Oh, there you yeah. go. Was it David Carradine? Is he... F- Meter's broken. <laughs> you. Yeah. Man, it's weird shit. Have you, ever, have you ever been to a gym and watched people do some weird shit there where no. you're like, I don't think that's how you do it, man. No, no. <laughs> I've had it a couple times. There you go. Oh, oh my God! There you oh. go. Yep. Yeah, a little whiplash. Be like, dude, what the hell was that? Was that lightning? I don't know. Oh fuck! He's all by himself. Oh, oh, fuck! That looked like it hurt. <laughs> yeah, that's why you, you don't use a five-gallon bucket, dummy. Look at that. Is he on a roller chair? Oh. <laughs> that was the opposite of Grace. I love watching people get hurt, dude. <laughs> I mean, not seriously, but fuck. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That hurt his butt crack. That hurt his gooch. Oh, there you go. You know, there's other two people running cut off in like, half. Who <laughs> no, he's gonna help the baby. No. Oh, there you go. Well, that's what you get for being gay. Damn, <laughs> Linda. <laughs> Let off the Don't gas. Don't do that again. Yeah. Wait. What happened to this fat lady? <laughs> we gotta watch the fat lady. This is the most replayed part. Was <laughs> to see if this, what happened to this fat lady. So she's right here, and she's obviously already. She's like, oh, she's sensing. She's grabbing the drinks. Yeah, she's she. Her spidey sensors are going off. Something's <laughs> awry over here. <laughs> this lady is not quite in tuned. They're not synced up. <laughs> you know, that one there is still waiting on things to process. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's buffering. She's ready. She sees the whole picture. Oh, <laughs> she's yeah. read the field. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now she's pissed off. 
No, don't get back on that again. Yeah. Here Is we she go. doing this the appropriate way with her boobs? Well, that's just wine, but... Remember what we were talking about with boobs earlier? Right. Um, I, my eyes go right to them, even if there's not much there. <laughs> get it, Brittany. She needs to pull the handles down, though. That would help yeah. if she did that. Dumb bitch. <laughs> there you go. You so, who was the blonde today? <laughs> yeah. oh. Oh. I knew that Buddy. was going to happen. I just didn't know which one. That is a good looking Labrador right there, dude. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> is that a midget Labrador? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wow. There you go. Oh, there you go. It's just some bad brain pussies. I don't know. There's some good old wind blowing shit everywhere there. I bet they're French. Cats are such assholes. Oh! <laughs> uh -huh. Go ahead and puke. Go ahead and puke somewhere, at butthole. What do you think's going to happen here? She's going to poop her pants. <laughs> Have you seen... Dude, I've seen women do this and fucking piss themselves. <laughs> Man, dudes will do that and blow their buttholes out. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you I've even... i it and thrown my fucking back out. Yeah. Why would you do that? Ah, the deadlift scares but me. She does so have a much. nice butt, though. She has worked well on so it. So far, she does. Yeah, look at that little fucking. Until she blows it out. Back thigh action. She yeah. like hemorrhoids the size of cauliflower. <laughs> Ew. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh she's going to choke herself. Yeah, guys, why don't you take your time helping yeah. her out? Good job, fellas. Look <laughs> 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 at the dog. Doesn't give a shit. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Planning a family? I did not. I did not expect that part to happen. No. That bug was gonna fuck her up. That was like one of those Jewish crickets. <laughs> oh no! I didn't mean to do that. Good job. Oh, dude, and this is a fit. Ugh. All right, hold on. Hold on. Oh, here we go. Pass that. Pass that. Oh, there you go. Getting closer. Alright. Doink! Watch your fingers. <laughs> I just saw a dude in the back in the mirror that time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. The Could you imagine goes. being a kid on this right now? Uh, no. Oh, shit. One of them falls off right there. Oh, Are you okay? Are you okay? Kids. How about you? Oh, oh, Are you fuck, okay? I didn't see that one. <laughs> okay, I, I have to pause this for a quick intervention here. All right, people. It's okay for you to fight an animal. All right, I'll say it. If if it's okay I, to to eat it. Yeah, listen, I will fist fight a duck. I've done it before. I'll do it again. A fucking goose, you stand your ground. 
okay? Your punch to their face is going to hurt a hell of a lot more to them than it will their beak to your knuckle. Fuck them up, all right? Reach down, grab both their legs, rip them up off the ground, and then body slam their ass, and they will get the picture. If you find yourself in a self-defense situation, as Sam Hyde would say, you make sure to take full advantage of all your fighting skills and beat their ass. You're human. We dominate them. Yes. Go ahead and dominate um, Unless them. that duck has a gun. Good point. Look at this guy. Fuck him up. Elbow him. There you go. A little harder. Oh, shit. That duck was having no whatever it was. Oh, this can't no be good. nonsense. Good fail here. Oh, okay. man. Well, we got. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Sorry. Here you go. Who's hey. ready to die today? Yeah, I got all of you. Is there any of y'all left? I got you too. Yep. Throw your reserve. Time to shit your pants. Yeah, no, throw another one out there while you guys are tangled up. It looks like they're going pretty slow. Yeah. Why does this happen to me? <laughs> what a dumbass. <laughs> fucking, fucking what? That is a plastic? Oh, this lady's so dumb. It's just a plastic tray. Ugh. Is that a big ass? Is that a snake? There he is. Kill it. Fucking kill it, dude. Oh. oh my god. Kill it. Just fucking start murdering. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That'd be me. I got him my ass. He's about to have you for lunch. Little Asian man. Who's cluttered ass house? Listen, about what I said about like the ducks earlier and the birds. <laughs> double for snakes. Okay, quadruple it. Kill it. We need less. Right, not more of those evil Slytherin bastards. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you let him know. Angry hey, Grandpa. Fucking Grandpa was like, "Fuck this piece of shit." Call that a sc- <laughs> doink. <laughs> doink. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was some Yeesh. gas, some babes. Oh, little kangaroo. What the Irina. hell? Irina. 
Тихонечко. И вот так открывай. All right, folks, guys and gals, girls and guys and guys who want to be gals. That's 50% it. 50% of the women. 50% of the women are women are every women. time. Um, all right, buddy, you want to plug yourself? Bad Dog Show at yahoo.com is my email. Bad Dog everywhere else. Rumble, BitChute, Twitter. Facebook. Facebook. Did I get it? <laughs> FringeRadioNetwork.com. You can find me or get a hold of me at metv1105 at gmail.com. That is metv1105 at gmail.com. I have not really looked at this camera because <laughs> it's so high up and it's like back. Um, metv1105 at gmail.com. Yeah, I said that three times now. Uh, go to the weaponbook.com for the website and the books and hopefully the audio version pretty pretty soon uh, that is theweaponbook.com you can find me on any social networking platform with the exception of Instagram and Twi- TikTok because I'm not gay um, that you know of so far so far uh, just look up John Omerchata and you can find me and that's all folks Till next time, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a bitch-ass liberal. Bye, Peace. buddy.